You're listening to the St. John's Diamond Creek podcast, recorded live each Sunday at St. John's Anglican Church, Diamond Creek. Well, welcome back to the St. John's podcast. It's been a couple of weeks, but we're back now. Uh, and I'm joined today, we're doing a just a bit of a chat. This is a slightly different to our regular podcast. But I'm here with Tim, our senior minister. And uh, we're going to chat about what's been going on at St. John's and St. Michael's and St. Catherine's in January. So, Tim, what, what's going on? What's been happening? Well, uh, there's been a fair bit happening. But in terms of our church services, we've been looking at biblical storytelling. So taking a little bit of a different approach to our teaching time. Uh, using the technique of biblical storytelling. So for people who are on the podcast who might, might not have been in attendance of, um, of our services during January, um, we didn't record those services because of the format was quite a bit different. So could you maybe just explain briefly the format our services have taken in January? Yeah, absolutely, Andy. Um, well, lots of people would be familiar with stories, uh, maybe if you had uh, a Christmas lunch or a barbecue or get-together over January, I'm sure someone told a story, a funny story or something that's been happening in their life. We love stories. Uh, our tone of voice often changes when we're telling a story and you can picture uh, what's been going on as the person tells the story. And biblical storytelling is really just taking the biblical stories. The, the Bible's full of stories. And Jesus' main technique for teaching was to tell a story. So it's just taking uh, these stories, and we've been looking at Mark's gospel, which is Mark's biography, if you like, of Jesus' life, and looking at a number of stories and just telling them as stories. So rather than uh, preaching a typical sermon uh, preceded by a Bible reading, to actually tell the story as a story to try and engage people's imagination uh, and engage with the Bible in that way. Yeah, cool. Maybe get us more in the picture. What uh, what sort of format does does your talk then take? Yeah, so the typical the way typically the way we've done it is we've told the story, kind of acted the story out, if you like, uh, in a way which we're trying to be faithful to the biblical text. Uh, it's pretty much word for word what's there, uh, but doing it sort of creatively as a story. And then getting people to discuss six questions around the story. And uh, part of this, Andy, is about helping people to read the Bible for themselves. Um, where we want people to be able to come to the Bible and to know, you know, how do you approach a Bible passage to learn from it and to take it seriously. So the approach we've taken with six questions, which I'll outline, uh, is something that people could use in their daily Bible reading or if you're trying to know how do I how do I teach my kids the Bible? These are these are good questions. For example, um, so the questions are these: What do you like about this story? Um, what questions might people have about this story? Uh, notice that it's not necessarily you owning up that they're your questions, but just you know what might people not understand or question or want to know having heard this story? They're the first two. Uh, then going a bit deeper, what does this story teach us about people? What does this story teach us about God? Um, God, Father, Son, Holy Spirit. In the Gospels particularly, what does this story teach us about Jesus? And then the last two are about 
putting it into practice. And because we love the Bible and we think that it's God's word, we don't want to just hear a story and walk away and do nothing about it. We actually want to think about, well, what does this mean for my day-to-day life? So the last two questions are along those lines. The fifth question is, what do I need to do this week, having heard this story? And the sixth one is, who could I tell this story to this week? We want to be sharing our faith with other people, and stories are a great great way to do it. So who could you tell the story to yourself? Yeah, they are great questions to be asking. And as you said, they can be applied to, to uh, almost any part of the Bible, um, particularly as you said the gospels are, are a great place to start and um, if you're yeah if you're just starting to explore this method or even if you're just starting to explore um, the bible the gospels are a great place to start somewhere like the book of mark or the book of luke um, both great places to start um, but yeah this uh, this series of questions can be applied to almost any part of the bible so it's it has really been a great series of equipping uh, i felt equipped to to then take these questions and, and think about them when I'm doing my own personal readings throughout the week. Uh, it's Yeah, it has been a great series for that. Um, Tim, what uh, maybe what what's, was your thought process behind doing this series? So it, it is, as you've said, quite a, a shift in, in the way that we do our series at St. John's. Uh, and yeah, it takes a, a quite a radically different format of, of talks on Sunday. What was the thinking behind that and why did you come up with that? Yeah, a uh, couple of things. So I've been having some thoughts in my mind about biblical storytelling for a few years and conversations with different people who are using biblical storytelling in different contexts. So uh, Josh Bartlett, for example, is one of our mission partners. He works with Wycliffe uh, Australia. Uh, Wycliffe are known for translating the Bible. Most of the work that they do is taking the Bible and translating it into languages uh, where the Bible currently isn't so that people can read and engage with the Bible in what they your heart language, your language that you've been raised with, what you, um, your first language. But research shows that in Australia, we've had the Bible, I mean, we've had the Bible in our language for a long time, but most Australian Christians aren't actually reading the Bible. So uh, Josh is working in Bible engagement, which is what are ways that can help people actually engage with the Bible, read it, think about it, put it into practice. Biblical storytelling is one of the ways that they're doing that. Um, So that was part of the thinking. Uh, Biblical storytelling is also being used to share the gospel, uh, the good news of Jesus, with people in other cultures as well as in Australia. So I've been thinking about this for a while. Um, And we're a church that takes the Bible seriously. We believe the Bible is God's word, that when we read the Bible, God is speaking to us. And it is the way that we know how God wants us to live day to day. So we want our church here, our people, to be engaged with God's word, reading it and thinking seriously about it. So it's just a different approach to engage the imagination, to hear the stories. The thing that's been interesting during this series is people who have heard these stories over and over again many times have said, I've never noticed that particular aspect of a story. Well, that's something that's really struck me and I need to go and and do something about it. Yeah. Uh, And and I've been one of those people. I I, grew up in the church and and all these stories are, are, you know, well enough known and uh, it has been a great chance to, to 
yeah, really engage with them in, in a different way. Yeah. Even, I mean, you know, the person preparing a talk or a teaching often, uh, you know, gets very challenged by it. And memorizing the stories and trying to think about the details has mean that, that aspects of the stories have struck me as well. Why is it, why is it phrased like that? Why is that particular word there? It's an odd way to put it. Uh, and often some really profound insight comes out of that. Uh, and profound personal challenge about uh, living for Jesus each day. Yeah, yeah. It has been uh, great to to watch the talks as well as well as the discussions. Just seeing the story being told in what is nearly a dramatic um, interpretation of it. Um, that you know the the speaker is moving around the stage and they're using actions and they're kneeling in parts or getting up on chairs and they they really are bringing the Bible to life. Um, in a very real and, and visual way, and it's been really great. Yeah, excellent. No, I've I've uh, personally benefited from it in doing it, and I've had so many conversations uh, with people who have obviously found it helpful. And uh, often, when people tell me, "Here's the thing that I'm going to do this week," I'm like, "Wow, <laughs> I would never have thought of that." <laughs> but clearly, God's spoken to them yep. through His Word. And they've deliberately decided, okay, this is what I'm going to go away and do, having heard this story. And that's the power of God's word. Mm. You know, it's powerful. Um, it impacts our lives. And uh, it's not something just to hear, go away, and do nothing about. Mm. Um, it's something that uh, Jesus says, you know, to be a wise person is actually not just to hear his words, but to put them into practice. Yeah. yeah. So, uh Putting this into practice then, what uh, could you maybe come up with a couple of examples of ways that you've seen it being put into practice or ways that people could be putting this into practice um, going forward? Yeah, well, there's a bunch of stuff uh, happening around Melbourne as uh, people are using biblical storytelling in sharing their faith with others. So here's two examples. Uh, uh, I know one guy who he learns a story every time he's going to go and get his hair cut. Uh, um, not so good for someone like me who doesn't have much hair, yeah. but for him, sure, that's fine. And he tells his hairdresser a wow. story from the Bible each time he gets his hair cut. Um, now that's, that, that's sort of, you know, he's a, he's a guy, he's a pretty natural evangelist, but people love to hear stories and his hairdresser hangs out to hear the next story that he's going to teach. Um, they're using it as well at St. Paul's Cathedral, the Anglican Cathedral in the heart of Melbourne, which has stacks of visitors coming through each week. Um, people are using biblical storytelling using the stained glass windows. So um, using the stained glass window as a backdrop, um, the stained glass windows sort of uh, are made to tell a story. But then uh, guides, I guess, in the cathedral then tell that story from the Bible uh, to people from all around the world who are coming for a tour through the cathedral. And it's a way of sharing the good news of Jesus using that, that medium. So that's a couple of really interesting ways, creative ways that people are doing that. Um, I mean, I think it's really effective. I've been using it with my kids. Mm. So as I've been learning stories, I'm like, okay, um, I'm going to tell you this story and using those six questions. And it's actually led to some deeper conversations than if we were just to read the Bible and talk about it. Mm. So storytelling is a really uh, good method for people trying to work out ways, how do I help my kids to read the Bible and to think about what it means in their lives mm. to do that? Yeah, fantastic. Well, uh, we'll be back with our regular scheduled talks week by week in February. 
but uh, yeah, I, I think just take it as an encouragement. Uh, anyone listening to engage with the Bible using these six questions. Now, let's see if I've taken them in over the past few weeks. What did you like about this story? What questions might people have about this story? What do we learn about people in this story? What do we learn about God? And that's God the Father, God the Son, or, or God the Spirit. Uh, question number five, what do you need to do this week in response to this story? And question number six, who this week can you tell this story to? Yep. Well done. Thanks. Uh, there you go. I actually took something <laughs> in your talk, uh, Tim. Be encouraged. Um, yeah. Thank you. Anything you wanted to leave us with as we go out? Uh, no, just to encourage people to keep reading God's Word. And uh, as a church, we're committed to engaging with it in creative ways. And we're going to do that through 2019 as well. Fantastic. Very good. Thanks for joining us here, Tim. Uh, good to have this little chat. And uh, yeah, we look forward to getting back into the the talk series um, on our podcast in February. I hear it's going to be a good one. Should we give a teaser? Yeah, we're, we're going to uh, do term, term one on who am I, looking at what the Bible teaches about our identity as human beings. Fantastic. I reckon it's a big, it's a big topic and the Bible's got heaps of great stuff to say. Yeah, identity is a huge thing at the moment, uh, as it really always has been, but um, definitely in 2019, uh, a great topic to kick our year off with. So, very good. Looking forward to that. And um, yeah, make sure you subscribe and share this around with your friends. And uh, we'll see you in February. Thanks. Thanks for joining us. If you've got any questions about this podcast, connect with us on our website, stjohnsdc.org.au or at facebook.com slash stjohnsdc. Don't forget, you can join us live in Diamond Creek every Sunday at 9.30am and 6pm.